Hey, we are at the top of Kavdalal and Mabed, we're at the two dots. The Gemara says, Pocheach, Pores, Hashma, Vachulay. The Mishnah taught us that a person who's Pocheach, when he says, Machloka, Rishonim, what Pocheach means, it means some part of the body is exposed. Rashi says it's not doing the legs, Rambam says it's the shoulders. Well, it's dressed inappropriately, and it sort of relates to those things, so like, what can you do? So Gemara says, there's a mission that says you can be Pores, Hashma, but not like Overlook Nativa. So, Baimine Ula Barav Me Abaye, the question was, Katan Pocheach, Mao Shikraba Torah. So, how about a child to the Wolchech? Can he read from the Torah? So, uh, I guess the idea would be that if he's uh, maybe not, uh, Rashi says, And an adult, it says a pasuk that says you should not have like a matter of nakedness seen in you. And I guess if you take it sort of literally, it means you have to be dressed properly. But a child isn't warned about the same thing. Children don't have mitzvot in the same way. So maybe that's not an issue. Maybe the Mishnah makes no distinction between the two. So Amar Lay, so he would say, so let's do what we call a reductio ad absurdum. Let's ask uh, the most extreme question possible. Now, obviously, the answer to that will be you can't do it. So this one too. So Amar Lay, Bishibay Lacha Arum. So he says, well, why don't you ask me if the kid can be naked? Right? That's a good question. Like, why not? my time alone Why can't you have the person be naked? Because it's not a cover for the tzibur. So here too, it's not cover for the for the congregation to have someone dressed inappropriately when they approach the uh, uh, the Torah. Okay, the Mishnah is Summa Pores al Shma. The Summa can be Pores al Shma, but Rabbi Yehuda had said that uh, he's not allowed to because at least at least a Summa who never seen before, if a Summa never a blind person never saw before, so they can't do it. So because the Bracha Yotzer Hamelrot, they don't appreciate the light the same way. So Tanya, they learned taught in the Bright as follows: Amrlo to Rabbi Yehuda, they said to Rabbi Yehuda, Harbeit Safu Lidrosho Merkava Below Rao Tomiyah Mehem. Said to Rabbi Yehuda, Look, your logic doesn't make so much sense. A lot of people try to be Doresh the issue of the Merkava. Right, the first parak of Masachat of of a Sefer Yecheskel, and uh, they never saw the Merkav of Hashem. So you don't have to have personal experience with something to be able to discuss it intelligently. So why should we be any different for the uh, for the for the sumer for the blind person to be able to to lead the congregation talking about the value of light? No, but that's all discussion. But the point is that people do, people do. So it's a limitation on them, but people do it. Kamar says, says, no, Rabbi would explain, no. There, it's about avanta deliba means havanat It's understanding of the heart the matter is dependent on. So you can have kavan and you can know what you're talking about. Meaning, as long as you sort of you know, understand you know, philosophically or whatever it is, uh, some deep understanding, you can have it. You don't have to have personal experience. No, but here, this isn't about uh, uh, theorizing about the value of light. This is about enjoying the light, getting personal benefit from the light. And if you're not getting it, and there's one person doesn't have enough. So, you know, so it's completely different thing. Meaning, what Rabbi is essentially saying is, when you have an argument, it's a good fundamental point, where when you have an argument, um, you know, you have to be debating the same terms. So if you're comparing this to uh, to Masa Merkaba, it's a completely different uh, issue that we're talking about. Uh, so that's Rabbi. The Gemara says Rabbanan Italy Hana. But according to the Rabbanan, the Summa does get Hana. How so? Ke Rabbi Yosi. And according to the Rabbi Yosi's understanding, the Tanya, as we're talking about, the Am Rabbi Yosi. This is a really, it's a really beautiful drasha. Um, Rabbi Yosi says, in all my life I was uh, disturbed by the following pasuk. It says in Dvarim Parakafla, this is the tochacha, right? The bad stuff that's going to happen to the Jews if we uh, uh, sin. It says, You'll be feeling around, groping around in the afternoon, the way a blind person gropes around in the dark. So he said, here's a question. Why would it make any difference to the blind person whether it's dark or in the light? And he should have just said, 
you'll be groping around the way a blind person gropes around. Yeah, they can't see anything. Just know, Ashabama said So I had the following uh, incident occurred to me, and I understood. It's once uh, walking around in the, in the dark. Vasilan, it was dark. I saw a blind person with a torch. He was walking around with a torch. So I marked it up. I said, My son, why do you have this torch? Look, as long as I have the torch, people can see me and they can save me from the holes and the thorns and the thistles. The point is that the blind person does benefit from the light. That's the point. How does he benefit from the light? Not from personal benefit. It means other people are able to help him out. They can see where he is. They can help him navigate. So the light is very useful to the blind person. Just he doesn't see the light. Okay, so it's still, it's still benefits from the light. And therefore he can still see what Sir Hamel wrote and, uh, and enjoy that. Uh, that. Okay, yeah, that's very nice uh, discussion. Okay, the Mishnah says, new Mishnah, the Mishnah tells a coin who has like uh, blemishes on his hands should not dochen, he can't say the Birkat Kohanim. Okay. Um, Rabbi um, says, even somebody whose hands are colored with a satis, some type of dye, lo yisad kapav, also should not dochen, because people, the, the, the congregation, they look at him. They look at him. They'll be distracted by him. That's the idea. You look at the coin, you'll be distracted. Uh, so, one second. Um, sorry, I want to say one thing. Yeah, Rashi says, Lo yisad kapav. Oh, I lost my place here. Oh, here it is. Um, okay, look at the Rashi all the way up. The Mishnah is way higher in the, in the Rashi, uh, towards the end of the, the, the wider lines up top. The Rashi says, Because people will want to look at it. Somebody looks at the Kohanim's hands while they're duchening, his eyes will become dim, like blind. Because the Shechina is there. So the point is that uh, that's very, uh, it's very dangerous. So if a person has mumin, what happens? People naturally are going to be drawn to look at their hands. Everyone wants to look, right? It's like they want to see, and then you're, and, you're, and Rashi says you're not really supposed to see, and therefore that's uh, the problem. I think if I'm not mistaken, Tosa says uh, a little bit differently. He says the issue is about distraction, that they'll look at the hands and be distracted. Uh, they won't think about the Bukakuni. Okay, the Gemara says this follows. Tana, Tana's in the following Brita, Mumin Shamru, the movement that we're talking about, they're only about on his face, hands, and feet, meaning the exposed part of the body, that would be uh, noticeable. Amr Bishua ben Levi, Yada Bohakniot, Loyusad Kabab. Rabbi Shua ben Levi also says, if his hands are Bohakniot, um, Raja says, Luntaish Belaz. I think it means like having like white spots, certain like spotted hands uh, would be problematic. Okay, Taina Mehelchi, the Brighta says similarly, Okay, it's the same thing. Akumot and Akushot also is like a, a more of a, um, uh, like a disfigurement, like the hands are sort of bent inwards or outwards in, a, in an unusual way. Um, then that would be, uh, Raja says, Akumot is Trufot, like bent, and Akushot is Litsidein, like to the side, I guess. The point is the hands are disfigured, and that also is distracting. Okay. Amar Rabasi, Rabasi says on a similar point, Chaifani u Bashani lo yisa et kapav. Okay, these two people also can't dochen. Tanya Mehalchi, Brad also says this, Ein moridim of Neatibah, Anshay Beitchan, Velanshay Beit Chaifa. Uh, you can't bring uh, as a chazan people from Beichan or from Haifa. So that seems to be what Haifa and Baishani is are. Okay. The Loanche Tivonim, also people from Tivonim. Why? Because they, 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 miss, uh, they switch around the Aleph and the Ice. They mispronounce the words. That's the point. They mispronounce the words. Tivonim? I don't know where they live. Okay. Uh, Rashi points out. 
Um, Rashi says, Chifne Yobishne, just what's wrong with those people? Rashi says, Kohen Shehu Me'anche Chaifa, Me'anche Beichan, Migam Gemin Bilashonanahim. They stutter, basically. Like they don't pronounce words clearly, so we don't allow them to uh, to duchen. Okay? Um, okay, back in the Gemara. Amr le Rabbi Chiel, Rabbi Shimon bar Rabbi. Rabbi Chiel says, Rabbi Shimon bar Rabbi Almali atalevi. If you were a Levi, Pasul atami aduchan. You would be. Disqualified to stand on the platform, um, meaning like as a singer in the Beit Hamikdash, mishum da'avi kalach, because you have a thick voice, meaning you have a bad voice, and therefore you would not be. But you're not a lady, but if you were, it seems like a bad insult. So ata amar le'avua. So he went home and told his father uh, what Rabbi Chia said. Rabbi Shimon bar Rabbi. So he tells Rabbi his father. So amar le. So he says him zil emalei. Go back and tell him she'atamagia itself v'chikiti la'ashem v'onim seitem mecharifim megadev. When you get to the pasuk and the Yishayahu says v'chikiti la'ashem, I'll I'll wait for Hashem, but you're gonna be a blasphemer. Meaning what? Apparently Rabbi Chia uh, he mispronounced chet as hey. He couldn't say chet. It's an old thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he yeah, said, yeah. Huh? So he said no, Oh, yeah, here, right. So he said, Hikiti. So he said, Hikiti, I'll wait for Hashem. Hikiti, I'll strike Hashem. So you'll be a blasphemer. So you know, go tell him. He's telling you a bad voice. Tell him he's an idiot because he doesn't do it. Pronounce the chet. Like, wow, it's a little smack talk from the rabbis. Okay, Amar Avuna. Avuna says, and furthermore, Zav Lagano Zav Lagano is a person who, uh, like, his eyes are exceptionally teary. Okay, so he also can't, Dukhan. Uh, so, there was a guy like that in the neighborhood of Rapuna, and he did uh, spread his hands, meaning he was uh, he did Dukhin. But says, no. He was Dashbi'iro. Dashbi'iro means he was someone that was uh, normal. Rashi said, I mean, in this, in this community, I mean, people were used to it. Look at Rashi. Dashbi'iro haba. Kfar ha yu regilin an she'iro. People weren't used to that. But lo ha yu misaklin bo'od. Right? Um, they didn't look at him anymore. Right? I, 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 you know, I, I remember when we first moved to our frat, there's a girl in the frat who has uh, a, a disfigurement in her face, and it's a little striking when you first meet her, and it's a little strange. And one thing I noticed was so interesting, she was like a young girl, she was like seven, eight years old, whatever, we moved in, and like all her friends, they didn't care, they just, they, she was a totally normal kid, she just like ran around with her friends and played, and like, and then, you know, when you first moved, you're like, oh my gosh, like maybe kids are going to bully her. No, they weren't bullying her. They, they, I mean, at least from my perspective, I don't know, maybe they did on the side, but, you know, they were totally normal because for her, for them, she's just a kid, you know, so who, no one judges. So there's a big difference, right? When So if people notice these things versus when they don't notice uh, some of these things as well. It's not clear to me totally if uh, what types of things would be like absolute sort of uh, disqualifications, which thing maybe it depends on how much people are familiar with you. Anyway, Tanya Nami Hakalis about this is similarly, Zablagan Loisad Kapav. So the same thing that's guy with the T reaction Dukhan. Bim Haya Dashbiro Mutar, but if he's Dashbiro, so it's fine. I'm Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan says, "Suma ba'acham einav leisagav." If you're blind in one eye, you're not allowed to dochen. The Gemara says, "Who dava b'shivutid?" Rabbi Yochanan have a parish yaday. So same question, same answer. Who dash be'iro hava? Ta'ina mehalchi. Same thing. Learning the brayta. Suma ba'acham einav leisagav. Kavim hayadash be'iro mutar. Okay. So that's my sense. Okay. Uh, finally, we said, Rabbi Yochanan said, He said, somebody that has a, like a painted hands or dyed hands shouldn't dochen. Tana imrov anshei ha'ir melachtan bekach mutar. If both people in the town have the same uh, work, so their hands also are all like, you know, uh, dirty, whatever, it'd be fine. Let's say a community of, I don't know, uh, 
uh, mechanics or something, right? So the hands are always. What do you think? I was gonna say like coal miners. Yeah, coal miners, right? Something like that. Where you can't, you can't clean up. At a certain point, you can't clean up. You know, uh, my uh, my cousin's a uh, mechanic, so his hands are like uh, always black, and they just been up in the oil. Like, what are you gonna do? You know, so if enough people are like that, then it becomes normal. But you see, you see, the issue is distraction, right? Because clearly, it's not just about kavod. If it was about kavod, it wouldn't be allowed at all. But if it's about, uh, it, seems, it seems to be about distraction. I guess you could argue with kavod too. Maybe you'd say kavod's all relative. The kavod sibur, if the people are used to it, it wouldn't be a lack of kavod. But anyway, okay. The Mishnah says, new Mishnah. A person says, I refuse to be the chazin in colored clothes. Then he won't be allowed to go even in white clothes. So it seems to be like this. Uh, I don't know, like, imagine nowadays it'd be like the opposite, right? Like they say, like, you have to wear a white shirt. He's saying, you have to wear, a guy can't refuse to wear a colored shirt. What's going on here? So uh, Rashi says, We'll explain why in the Gemara soon, why that should make a difference. This sandal. Person who uh, says, uh, um, the sandal, so then he goes with the sandals, and no over uh, I won't go, I won't go with, I won't go with, yeah, but sandal and no over I won't go with sandals. I feel safely over, he can't go barefoot either. Okay. Um, how said tfilato agula? Now, tfilato here doesn't mean tfilah like prayer, it means tfilah like tfilin. Okay, if he makes his tefillin rounded, like the tefillin shal rosh, especially we're talking about here, rounded tefillin, sakanan, it's dangerous. The inba mitzvah, also there's no mitzvah involved. Okay, we'll talk about that. Rashi says here, sakana shaloti kanes berosho. The danger is we don't want it to like penetrate your skull because it's like rounded, being more pointy. We'll see more about that. The inba mitzvah, Rashi says the meruba and We need the tefillin to be square. So we'll also talk about that. Furthermore, the mission says, "Natna amitzcho o apasiado." If you put the tefillin on your forehead or on your hand, hareza derech aminut. That's the manner of heretics. Rashi says, "Shemibazin midrash chachamim," because they dis- uh, disparage the the drushas of the chachamim. Bolchin achar hamashma kemashmaan. Right? They follow sort of like the simple reading of the pasuk, like the literal reading of the pasuk. Bein enach hamamash ve'al yadcha hamamash. Right? Between your eyes, on your hands, so you can't do that. Right? There was a there's a book that came out a, a bunch of years ago called um, A Year Living Biblically by a guy named A.J. Jacobs. Interesting book. He's not he's a Jewish guy, but he's not a particularly observant guy. But he thought it'd be interesting to try to follow the Bible for one year. So he understood this idea about tefillin. He didn't have like really fancy tefillin. He took like you know uh, parchments or whatever scrolls and he put it on his hand. He put it on his forehead because that's what the pasuk says, right, between your eyes and on your hand. So that's what he did. But that's a very simple explanation. That's against what Chachamim tell us, and that's what we're saying here. That's a way of heretic. Okay, so Tzipan Zahav, if you coated them in gold, you put it on your sleeve, like on the outside of your sleeve, that's the manner of the Chitzonim, the outer ones. Rashi says, the people who follow their own opinions outside of the uh, opinions of the rabbis. As the Pasuk says, it says it should be for you a sign, meaning not for other people for a sign, meaning that the idea is that the tefillin should be more hidden. That's right, one of the reasons we have like a cover for the tefillin, that you put it under the sleeve, but not to put it on the outside over the sleeve. Okay, so Gemara says, my timer. So what's the reason? We're concerned about this guy who refuses to go before a teva in colored clothes. We're worried that maybe he's been has some heresy thrown upon him. Rashi says, The heretics who worship idols are makbid not to wear colored clothing uh, when praying. I guess they only wear white clothing, the purity, let's say, of the white. So that was very makbid. So not to wear. Um, uh, so if a person says, "I refuse to wear colored clothes to be the chazin," we're concerned that maybe he's coming from the same perspective. 
and therefore we won't allow him to be the chazan at all. We don't really at that, at that point anymore. It's like almost pro modox. It's like you should have to. Yeah, you have to wear the blue shirt. You can't, right? Now, how is that? So it's a dangerous. So Gemara says lema tanina laha. We could say we've already we've learned this. The tanur rabbanan tefillin merubaon halachal moshe misinai. We learned in the in the, in the tosefta. Uh, yeah, I think so. That tefillin, that square tefillin, is a halachal moshe misinai. Okay. Um, and Rabba says it has to do with the sewing when you right, you know where you sew the tefillin around the, the the stitching isn't a perfect square and also the diagonals have to be obviously not square but that doesn't have to be proper proportion for the whole thing to be a proper square Rabba says the Mishnah what our Mishnah is telling us and he does it like an amguza amguza Rashi says agulot goes round like a walnut Okay, that's really the problem. problematic. Meaning that if it's round like an egg or like a lentil, that would be okay. And I guess the, the walnut, I guess, is sharper, and that's really the concern you're going to have that if you would like, bump into something, it like, you know, could poke you, and that would be very dangerous, as opposed to just a house motion. We've seen that, but having a, a square. Okay, we'll stop there. What does 